In today's episode, I want to talk to you about Love Like the Galaxy. It's my next C-drama watch, and my girl, Xiao Lusu, is in this, and she is from Hidden Love. Obviously, my favorite gem of a C-drama, drama in general, for 2023. So let's go. Hi, I'm Monique. I am the host of Off by Purple Heart podcast where I talk to you about K-dramas, C-dramas, BTS, and basically whatever else I want to talk about. Today's episode, as I said in the open, I am going to be talking about Love Like the Galaxy. This is a historical drama and I assume it has some fantasy elements, but I'm not really sure. I did not read the synopsis prior to watching the first episode and this podcast will mainly be about my first impressions of the first episode of this very epic drama that is 56 episodes deep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I've been wanting to recapture the magic of Hidden Love. I've been documenting this a lot in my podcast in general. I just am not over Hidden Love. And while I've watched a lot of great dramas this year, especially in the second half of this year going into like the final quarter I have definitely had some great gems along the way but nothing has really recaptured the magic of Hidden Love and I'm probably just gonna have to let that go but I do know that Love Like the Galaxy has been recommended quite a bit by those that are heavy C-drama watchers I know it's very popular and Shia in particular is very popular actress right now and because of the breakout success of Hidden Love it makes sense that this drama would be talked about a lot as well. So as I said I didn't really read a synopsis going in I just jumped right into episode one but I do have the synopsis right in front of me so I guess I could read it. Sheng Xiao Sheng, which is played by Xiao Su, is a young woman who was forced to grow up alone after most of her family had to leave to fight in a bloody war. And we actually do meet her parents in the first episode and her mom is actually played by the same actress that was in Hidden Love, which I thought was a cool detail as well. As a result, she has grown up alone in an unforgiving environment and has become tough and resourceful, but also stubborn and untrusting. She finds it hard to see the good in people and assumes that everyone she meets is trying to get the better of her. She fends for herself in a town populated by people like her who have been left behind by the war. One day, a talented, powerful, and highly influential general named Ling Biu Yu, who is played by Liu Wu, comes to town and falls in love with her at first sight. He resolves to marry her even though it will cause him no end of problems if he decides to pursue this union. She also warns him that she doesn't trust him and that her stubborn personality might not be suitable for a wife for a wife of a general. But Ling Biu Yi also has deep secrets and there are facts about his true identity that he does not know. Slowly they begin to trust one another a little more and start to investigate the truth about Ling Biu Yi's early childhood, family, and real identity. And apparently this drama is based off a novel. So that was synopsis from Vicky. And the first episode basically just sets up the main players the two main leads do not get a lot of screen time with one another and I'm gonna be honest as far as first impressions I can't say that the first episode gave me like the strongest 
impression that, oh yeah, I am totally locked in and I'm going to be watching all 56 episodes. 56 episodes is a big commitment. I think even with C-dramas that are going over 25 episodes are a big commitment to me. Uh, call it uh, attention deficit problems, uh, shortening of attention span because of, you know, doom scrolling on social media. I think 56 episodes is a pretty deep commitment. I understand because this is a historical drama and I can tell just by the first episode a lot of money was put into this. The costuming is beautiful already off the, off the cuff, but, um, I do know that I really like Xiao Lusa in this already. I think I didn't, before I watched the episode, I did not, as I said, read the synopsis. So I was just going basically off of recommendation and the imagery that is showcasing the show. And in all the imagery, she just appears like a damsel in distress. So I really didn't think there was going to be much to her character going in, but I actually love that she is very snarky right off the bat. Her character is who interests me the most. So a lot of the first episode deals in the dynamic with her and her family as the synopsis suggests. She's basically left to her own devices. Her parents are both fighting in the war and it's been for several years. So she's basically have been looked over by her grandmother and aunt. And we're led to believe in the introductory episode that she's been fairly mistreated. So she basically had to be very resourceful and she seems really smart as a whip. We also meet General Ling in this episode and they don't have any screen time together, but they do have a couple of interactions without one another seeing the other individual, which I thought was kind of cool to draw out tension a bit. Uh, she's got a really sharp tongue and a really great sense of humor. There is a couple of scenes where she kind of faces off with her grandmother and her aunt because her parents have come back from war. They're reuniting with her and she is gravely sick or she's pretending to be a lot sicker than she is even though she's been neglected. And her grandmother is totally a drama queen. like complete masterpiece theater is doing all these theatrics she's like telling her father oh my god you come back from war and you've only brought back snacks for your wife and you're not paying any attention do you know how your poor grandmother has been so your poor mother's been suffering and, and all this kind of mess and shall Shalusa, she's getting a whole earful of this her character and she basically she pretends like she's so weak and frail and it's like they're fighting for attention from the family and I thought it was just a really funny interesting scene in general. The few interactions we do get with uh, the main leads which is supposed to lead to this very epic romance apparently. Uh, you can tell that he has an interest in her right off the bat. She was really cunning. Uh, there's a little subplot in the first episode where her uncle I think was accused of stealing a lot of weaponry or something of the sort from the military and they're on a hunt for him and she in a very sly and sneaky way kind of directs General Ling and his army to his whereabouts and that's what kind of peaks his attention and when he first gathers information from her she was in a carriage and he couldn't physically see her but only saw like a glimpse of her hand and from that, he already got this look in his eyes, like, who is this vixen maiden, you know? And as the episode continues, he ends up visiting her, her home, and 
while this showdown is going on between her, her grandmother, her aunt, and the reuniting of her and her parents, he and the army comes, the military comes to uh, further investigate and to let them know about capturing of his uncle. And you can tell right off the bat, she is very distrustful of him and she's not looking at him and swooning in the first episode, which I like. I have said multiple times on my podcast as far as romance stories that I love Slow Burn the most and that's going to remain true now. I do love Slow Burn. I think 56 episodes is a lot to commit to but it depends on how good this chemistry is and how much Shell Lissa's character is going to push back against this general Ling and when she's actually going to give in to this love. So that is where my interest lies, is how long is this cat and mouse chase between these two characters going to last and can it capture my attention? I am going to, after recording this, go into episode two. I also have some other uh, C-drama recommendations that have been given to me by a couple of viewers on the YouTube channel side of things if you're um, consuming this podcast via YouTube that I will check into and there's other uh, C-dramas as well that I want to check out and I'm catching up on a lot of K-dramas. I don't know what is it about like the last quarter of this year but like every literal K-drama that's been like hyped the entire year is like coming out in November <laughs> and December. It's, it's crazy like they just jam-packed all of November with like banger after banger after banger and then there's K-dramas still that you know, I kind of left off, but they're kind of picking up like Strong Woman Nam soon. So I have a pretty heavy plate coming up, but I'm going to dive into Love Like the Galaxy a little bit more. <sighs> I genuinely do wish, though, I could find another hidden love. It's very disappointing to me that even the shows that I've enjoyed after the fact, still nothing has reached the heights of that but I am going to continue to look into the work of the two actors that were in Hidden Love because I think they're generally good actors and I do like Shalissa in this. I think she does snarky really well, she does mischievous really well and I can tell this character is going to give her male lead a really hard time and that's how I like my female characters. I, I like them being stubborn, I like them being angsty. I like them not making it easy for the male lead. I like them being challenging and I want the love story, if it's going to be epic, be epic. I don't want to see love at first sight from the woman. I'm sorry, I don't. I just, I don't buy into it. I want the man fully invested, like 10 toes down in that. <laughs> Or it's going to be the trope of she falls first, but he falls even harder. Like, I want total DEFCON 1 level simp from the man. Period. Okay? He should be groveling. He should be worshipping the ground. She walks on. That That's the type of vibes I like. That's what I'm into. Yeah. So, that's uh, my first impressions of Love Like the Galaxy. I'm sort of intrigued, but it's mainly because of Shalissa's performance and that her character is going to be giving the main lead a hard time, but I cannot guarantee off of just the first episode alone if I'm going to stick it out for 56. 56 is a lot. I can't stress that enough. That is a lot. Maybe for seasoned C-dramas, 
watchers, that's nothing <laughs> to to write home about. But for me, 56 is a big commitment. And these are 50 minute plus episodes. The first one's like 48 minutes, but still, it, it's a big commitment, okay? It's a big commitment. So we'll stay tuned, we'll see. Anyways, that's gonna end it for the podcast for today. Thank you for watching. If you're watching via YouTube, I appreciate you so much. If you're listening to this podcast via Spotify, you're a real one. You're a real one for sure, and I appreciate you. Please share with as many K-drama and C-drama lovers that you know of. I would really, really appreciate it, and until the next episode, bye.